0: Craggy Island Rugby episode anyone I'm going to go with five because we have four wins and one defeat
1: really
0: know it's just too much from me it's great it's great <laughs> just the Navin came out of him there for a
1: weekend no no, no no me Jesus no come on
0: <laughs> in case anyone didn't realise Alan is originally well he grew up in around Navin that's the best way okay, to can yeah, say yeah, this I,
1: I was I was influenced having <laughs> grown up there in that place but I did come from Dublin originally and that's a sin too I suppose yeah
0: there you go so he's still a conic man just about anyways hey well Welcome along
1: Well hang on I've lived in Connacht Longer than I've lived Anywhere else
0: There you go And and, go. and he's probably One of the original Connacht fans From the professional era But leaving that aside uh, Talk to me about the win
1: Great win uh, I, Totally unexpected I had I had Osprey's To win by 11
0: Oh, oh. There you go Honesty as well Off the top William Davis Welcome along What a win for Connacht
1: Yeah great
2: win Totally unexpected I suppose Law of averages dictates You have to win one sometime uh, But that really wasn't The obvious sometime uh, Really good performance Uh, Probably the right time to get the Ospreys They've made a terrible start to the season And they were ripe for a job to be done on them But you
3: didn't expect Connacht to do it But they did
0: Dave Finn, Connacht are
3: top of the league
0: Joint, slightly behind on point zero.
3: Yeah, with the Scarlets And I think if you said that (laughs) five games ago You said the Scarlets and Connacht would be the top two teams after five games Irrespective of how weak and the other teams were You'd have been Highly surprised I agree with the lads It was unexpected And I thought it was Equally unexpected Because I thought The team that they Would have on at the pitch would, at, would be stronger Than the team at the start And I thought We'd go the other way And you know what We actually got Slightly stronger In the last 10 minutes Though I do think They probably had The best sub In Tipperidge uh,
0: If they had brought him on Six or seven minutes earlier Alan I think they would have won William was saying that anyways you, What do you think Alan?
1: Quite possibly He, he was amazing
0: but these are ifs and buts and maybes, and Connacht found a way to finish strongly, and I think that was key. Getting that last penalty, even though they, they, even though the Ospreys didn't score again, pushing on and putting them on the back foot really did rattle them, and that was that was the key to the win, I think.
2: Yeah, and I think they were helped by the fact that uh, the Irish referee got injured or something, and we got a an older Welsh referee who seemed to let things go a little bit more and mm. sort of decided we're going to have a bit of a game now, lads, rather than I'm going to blow my whistle all the time.
0: Yeah, and that, uh, do you know what? I think that's slightly favourite collect. I'm going to go that far. The very least was even. And it's important to kind of notch that one down when we moan about referees.
2: Yeah, but, you know, you, you, to win a game like that, you have to, to go at it hard. And it suited us, I think, that we got away with a few things, they got away with a few things, but the game didn't keep stopping and starting and breaking up. Uh, If Tipper could come on, yeah, they probably would have done it. But, that might have been a, a Welsh rugby union. You can have them for twelve minutes or fifteen. Who knows these days?
0: Why? Why was it unexpected? Because you know they still had. Like I know. They, I know what you could say. The Ospreys front row dominated last time. But don't don't just give me stats.
1: Don't just give me stats, no, Alan. I, I have no stats to regale. What win in fourteen I, I, I was, I was, I was away the whole weekend, so I, I have no <laughs> stats lined up. I have a the reason. <laughs> the reason. The reason I didn't I think. We, down. The reason we I didn't think we'd win was because we went to Glasgow and lost against probably the weakest Glasgow team that's been. On the field for Five years And I didn't think We could possibly do it Against an Osprey's team Who This is only their Second home game Of the season um, And they lost The first one to Munster In the first game of the season But it was their Only second home game And they did have A number of the guys back um, some of them were on the bench but two or three of them started so like I just figured that you know we haven't won over there since Christ knows when so.
0: Do you know in hindsight I was I was really worried about their front row and things like that and I thought that was one of the reasons not that I doubt our front row and how well we're playing up front but our hip did such a job on us in the second half at a key point over in the Liberty Stadium last year and one of the games William that I know towards the end of the season you were highlighting as key to why we didn't finish in the top six the reason why myself and yourself both said when we were on Gower BFM that this was a massive victory is because these are the games we weren't winning last year. We weren't finishing strongly in them. It does feel like one of the bigger Pro 12 wins we've had in the Patlam year. Probably the biggest.
2: Yeah, and it's, it's lost because of the World <coughs> Cup to some extent. I mean, we, we sort of watched it and said it was great and then moved on to the semi-final. But it actually is a, a very serious win. It's Look, the difference between 6th and 7th and 8th is probably going to be 5 or 6 points. So this is where you have to pick up. This gives you a little bit of wriggle room because it was unexpected. Next weekend is Edinburgh. That then becomes a game you should win because it's at home, but they're going to land with maybe half their Scottish
3: contingent back. That's the way leagues work. You just take your win, take your points, move on. I think we need to realise two things. First of all, in the direct comparisons, we're on 20 points, but we had a good start to last season. But well, you we do a direct comparison with the games between this year and last year. like, like Literally, you take the, the exact games home and away against these teams. We are nine points already, nine points better off than last season. So, secondly, I did think that we would be in the game up until 70 minutes, 65, 70 minutes and then they'd bring on James Jarvis at Tipperidge, and they would get them over the line. Um, Tipbridge almost got them over the line but the two props Single-handedly made, the, two, the two props made absolutely no difference um, My worry would be Is that last time we played Edinburgh at home We were just coming off a massive win as well So that would make me worry But I think we're slightly different than last season um, I think it was We didn't put in 80 minutes We put in 65 minutes Which We, we started slightly slowly And we finished We had a bit of a wobble there in the middle um, But what we did this, what we did this week was we exploited cock-ups by them. I think we benefited massively from. They are having huge issues in relation to. their it was highlighted. This is I'm going to I'm going to be mentioning S, uh, Scrum Five a lot tonight, but Scrum Five highlighted that they have their 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 line defence has been a lot weaker this year in comparison to last year, and we exploited that because they made one awful hell of a terrible line defence for our second try. And we just went, well, happy days, boys,
1: let's score a try.
0: Ali Muldowny, you were true.
1: And you have to remember, we've got, at the moment, the best attack in the league. Oh, God, wow. Well, no, no, OK, OK. We have, We have, yes, we have. We've scored more points than anybody else. Has that ever been possible at five games into the season? We've conceded quite a few more than most as well. We've conceded a little bit more than, than we're most. Mid-table not, yeah, we're mid-table in the concession. we're mid-table in defence. And we're coming up against the second-best defence in the league next week. So that'll be interesting to see what happens. if this, They're the second-best defence without their internationals. How good are they going to be when yeah. this is Edinburgh, of course?
0: I'm a bit stung as well after what a sh- was a shock defeat to Zebra. Yep.
2: Yeah, because they, they were unbeaten. So the only unbeaten team in the league now is Schoenegli. Uh, and that's because they managed to kick a. They did a monster on monster. <laughs> <You>, uh, <laughs> that, that was really like watching monster steal a game. Uh, so it was nice to see it happen to them. Um, but Edinburgh coming here, that, that's that is a huge game next Saturday. Uh, it's really massive. It's I don't. You're not going to get into season defining. But if oh, you,
1: I, I think it is. I think it's a season defining that puts us. That keeps us in the upper echelons of the league. We are at the moment. We're ahead of the other three Irish provinces and this puts us on a chance of staying there.
0: Agreed. And the Treviso game follows it and again, it's a must win. You have to win all these games. The fixtures have fallen this way. We cannot survive a 16-week run of games without having a real big fall-off towards the end of that. Luckily, we'll probably be able to really mix our squad around for the brief away trip and the uh, the Russians at home. But, you know, we're going to get to Christmas and we're not going to win many games. I don't care how good we are.
2: Yeah, that's 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 yeah, we're we're back to the 16 week issue. Yeah. Um,
0: so these games are vital. That's why I think Alan's
2: right. Wow. All right. Yeah. All right. This season defining then. So 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 if, so if we lose it. so if we lose next Saturday we'll just give up. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: this sarcasm I, we, can, might as well, we might as well. Can, can
2: I read, read my stat out please because I worked very hard today to get this stat. Last weekend, 5 out of the 6 games had losing bonus points. Mm. That's the fourteenth time that has happened in Pro 12 history, and it's the first time since March 2014.
3: The season of finding may be a little bit too strong, but certainly season. Actually, no, season of finding is right because it, it not necessarily because if we lose this game or if we don't get we don't get five points from this game, it ends everything. It doesn't end anything, but it's about mentality, and these are the games you've got to win. I mean. We've, everything we've been saying over the course of the last four weeks in both sets of podcasts has to do with how you approach games and mentally. And if you can beat Edinburgh, who are on a par with us, you've basically beaten the three... Apart from Clannetley, you've, you've beaten teams who were either ahead of... It. We've beaten... Osprey's who were ahead of us and are always ahead of us. We've beaten Cardiff, who are roughly around the same level as us, but for some reason presents us with a lot of problems. And we'll have beaten Edinburgh, who eventually got ahead of us last season. So why not decide, right, we are better than them. Now we, on paper, they should all be better than us because they've all improved substantially, on paper, substantially more than we have. But what we have decided is that actually... Maybe we don't have not brought in massive, massive names and made massive, massive, massive signing. What we have done is we've brought everybody in who fits into the system nicely, and now everybody believes they can win. And how does that manifest itself? You do it by beating Edinburgh, who last year completely undermined the Munster win by promptly making right. us look terrible yeah. the following week.
0: They certainly did. At point of clarification, they actually ended up finishing behind us just. That's how we got into playoff. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Point was they searched.
1: But the defeat was season defining because had we won that game, we would have not had to have a playoff and we would have yeah. ended up there. But, you, you you, know, my my view on it, and it's something I like with what Pat Lamb's doing and, and Dave just mentioned it there, we didn't bring in a whole lot of players. I, that, that's such a soccer thing. I hate to say it, but this idea that you get better by bringing in more players. No, you should get better by having a coach, mm. helping the team get better on the team improving because they want to improve by improving what you've got and making them better than where they are. And that's what I liked about What I saw at the weekend was that so many guys stepped up and got better. So many guys, you know, you you look at, I thought Masterson was excellent at the weekend. He's just become such a nuisance in the loose and yet he's so good at ball carrying. I thought Delahunt stepped up. I know a lot of people don't seem to like him, but my God, that guy, he's like an extra How could anyone not
0: like him? He's outstanding.
1: I think he's an outstanding young player.
0: I think he's still only 19 or he's just 20 if that. He's 20,
1: I think. He was 20 in February. Is he? Wow. Well, well, he's 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 an astonishingly good player, and and this is the type of guys we need in in kind of guys who are willing to step over. Like you, you listen to, the, to how Masterson got the got into the Connacht setup by putting himself out there and putting himself out there and, and putting himself in front of the guy saying, I'm good enough, pick me. I'm yeah. good enough, pick me. And there he is. And he's doing the business.
0: He, he was looking at clubs. He said, Corinthians were one of the clubs he was talking to. He said, yeah, this is going to work for me. I, I see, uh, I can target again into Connacht. You know what I liked about it as well? Mm. It freed up Ole to go into the sixth role. Mm. I, I like Owen McKeown uh, in the sixth yeah. role. I think he's more, more natural there. William, you first.
2: Uh, I was going to highlight the fact that Bundy looked a far better player at 13.
0: Yeah, and do you remember my stat? What was it about Craig Ronaldson at 12? Five wins, one draw, one defeat now. And a lot of that is because who's at 13 then? If it's not Robbie Henshaw, it's Bundy and we have something in the outside channel that's really, really strong.
2: Yeah, I think Craig, Craig Ronaldson at 12 certainly helped Jack Carty on Saturday who didn't have a particularly good game. He missed a few kicks in the first half and he kind of got... The pace of the game, he seemed to get eased out of it, but Ronaldson was there. He's a big physical presence.
3: And that seemed a better lineup for me. I think Williams absolutely right. Um, I think the one thing that we'll have to do is if I wouldn't necessarily make a huge amount of changes for this weekend. Um, unless they absolutely have to, I think Turnan could be a problem of fullback, which means probably being Darren. But the one thing I would say to suggest that they should do is just say, right, Craig is kicking. Because I think that just takes something off Jack. I just think that Jack is kicking. Is kicking is. Now we were lucky that Sam Davis had an even worse kicking performance. No, um, poor, yeah. I mean, I mean, I think we have to accept that. But I mean. I just think Jack, if Jack thinks he can just concentrate on his, on his game. Now, I know William disagrees with me, and I, 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 I'm more than happy to hear what he has to say. But I just think if Jack is, doesn't think he has one less thing to worry about, it'll free him up. Yeah, now, I, but but I, I also under, I also understand that people say, well, he's not going to improve his kicking if he doesn't kick. But I think if, Craig, if you say Craig kicks and Jack focuses on getting the back line moving and then his tactical kicking, it just takes a little, one yeah. less thing for him to worry about. The problem that
2: you've probably got is that Ronaldson is probably only a 65% kicker maybe 70 so it's it's the same sort of difference you're, you're into the fact that
0: we could do lots of blood subs and bring in Porter on every time
3: <laughs> yeah well we could do but, but he didn't come on he
2: yeah. didn't come on
0: that's, yeah that's, unfortunately that's, Porter's that's fallen down the pecking order in that regard and,
2: yeah uh, um i i wouldn't be totally averse to getting Ronaldson to, to do, but then again that might really play on jack Carty's mind that he's had the kicking taken off him, especially in a game Ronaldson is a bit injury prone so Ronaldson doesn 't play the following week, and Carty's back to kicking a- and that that then becomes a real problem because he's thinking, well, if I miss two kicks here we'll Darryl Leader be doing the, you know. It,
0: yeah, and that's the key point about about I think that's the most important reason why not to go with Ronson because he is injury prone. And if when I give out that stat, I, I need to keep emphasizing that it's not that the Connick management have just completely said, you know, oh God, we didn't realize Craig Ronson was good at 12. The reason why they didn't play him a
3: lot is because he was injured a lot last season. Also, to a certain degree, um, Jack had cellulitis and I've had family experience of that and it's very draining. So I don't know how much draining he actually got in. So, well, you, know, I, you know, I'll take that, everything on board.
0: Yeah. Well, well had some very good moments in
3: the no, game no, too. It's,
2: I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not picking on him. I just think it maybe the tiredness came in, but it, Ronaldson was just available to do the physical grunt at times, and it really seemed to work.
0: All right, not wanting to get away completely from the game again last week because there was a lot of good performances. Bundyaki got man of the match, Alan. You know, he did make some errors, which was just on on the back of my mind, which he's always going to do because he tries things. Um, But I just thought, best game in the Connick shirt. This is a guy who scored 11 tries in one season in Super Rugby, and we haven't seen any of that because he's playing a different role, obviously, for Connick. But I just think, free him up, he could be really dynamic.
1: Yeah, he looked like a guy who realised that there's a possibility of an Irish spot for him if he really plays well. <laughs> that's that's the yeah. impression I got that he was fired up. I haven't seen him play that that expansively. I haven't seen him play with that much fire and passion in a long time. And and the same goes for Kieran Marmion, yeah, he who got the full game, who knew he wasn't going to be taken off, who so was able to give it the whole the whole game. He wasn't under any pressure or any any issue that he was worrying about Ireland games or he was worrying about you know saving himself or whatever. He really gave it the full monty.
0: I suppose Isaac Boss being called up probably stung him a little bit as well, maybe in the back of his mind. I said in every commentary so far, I caught myself saying, Of course, Kieran Marmion on the fringe, there and it has got. And like, if that's going through our heads, it's going through his head. It wasn't going through his head the last day. He knew he was out of the loop. And also, would we be looking towards a period of time where scrum halves are going to get 80 minutes a bit more regularly? It seems to be a bit of a cliche to take the old scrum half after 60 minutes. Maybe it's a good idea to keep them on for the whole game.
1: Yeah, I'd, I'd prefer to keep them on for the whole game for the most Is part. It, they're, yeah. they're, they're you know, they're orchestrators of the game themselves and the out half are the two main orchestrators because he's the link between the backs and the forwards, yeah. And then the out half is the guy who runs the game, so you'd want them to have that ability to know that they're going to be there and run the whole game. You don't see New Zealand taking off Aaron Smith all that often, yeah.
0: You I'm know. thinking William watches a bit of baseball, and you know, there's closers in baseball. We were we, we, without us even realizing it, the nines and the tens sometimes, but especially the nines, we developed closing nines and starting nines where there's no need, like, there's, there's every reason to say if you have a good nine, keep them on right to the end.
2: I think the whole issue of Substitutions, not so much at international level, but at uh, Pro 12 or Viva Premiership level, it seems to just be right. Fifty-two minutes, X, Y, Z, fifty-seven minutes, and you see it up with the sports ground. You can almost predict what's going to happen. Yeah, Um, it's like that's the plan, and we're sticking to it. And it affects teams because players have to get up to the pace of the game. Mm. Um, So yeah, I've no problem. I mean, they're professional sportsmen; they're fit. What's the difference? I can understand with forwards and stuff, and the guy might get a knock, but taking a scrum half off after 67 minutes or taking him off after... If he's fit, keep him on. If he's playing well, if he's not, pull him. But pull him earlier. Make the decision to pull players when they can actually make a change. Don't leave him and leave him and then make the change when it's actually too late. Justin Tiprick, prime example in that game.
0: Yeah, because they needed him much earlier. Great point. Also, I'd like to see Marmion play the next three games, 80 minutes, against Edinburgh and Treviso. And then, you know what? Give John Cooney 80 minutes in both European games. Give him all the time over there.
3: Yeah, I mean, it was becoming... Our, our substitutions are predictable. Oh. Um, 48 minutes to 50 minutes, Cooney, Marmion Switch. 55 minutes, set in stone, Quinn Rue comes off. Uh, 60 minutes, Rodney comes off. Um, that, that's set in stone. The lads
0: reckon Rue could be an injury issue. I think, well, I think it'd be, like, in terms I of th- the injuries th- he's built up. I,
3: I think Quinn Rue basically has had one leg since about the middle of last year and has managed to get more games in. For a guy who can literally... who Every time he gets up, he's limping. I mean, it's his standard walk. He just limps. I mean,
0: he's... He's he only was, a young man, which is a worry.
3: But, I mean, he was very... He was unlucky to get pushed in and... Uh, the, the thing that eventually got Malavese the yellow card another significant guy who played 80 minutes last on, on uh, well played the best part of 80 minutes was, was Buckley mm-hmm. and Buckley played 80 minutes now I think we don't forget Buckley also played all the 120 minutes against Gloucester I mean Buckley can go I mean there are certain players you just don't take off I think I think, and I think I'm, I'm totally with William in the sense that we, we can predict our substitutions. I think if the guy is going well, and unless he's showing serious signs of flagging. Now, a pro 12 level, it's not the same. I can understand where you take your tight head off or you loose it off after 60 minutes of international because it's, it's a whole ramping level higher of physical, physical um, exertion. But you're, you're t- a lot of teams take guys off because that's what the coach thinks he should do. And that is not necessarily the case. And in some cases, it does help teams. But a other times, you're disrupting your front row, you're disrupting your back row. If the guy's going well, leave him on. And I stand, I stand with you. I think we have two of the best scrum halves in, in Ireland. Mm-hmm. Right. It's just, I think we do. Um, I think there are maybe there, every other every other province has one good scrum half. I think we have two. Um, I don't necessarily think they're the best in the country, but I think they're certainly in the top four. Um, if, they play, if that means you play 180 minutes one week and 180 minutes the next week grand, lovely I don't care amazingly enough when the, the guy who's been coming on the pitch has always gone better than the guy coming off irrespective of who started so if, they, if it means you get the best out of them by, by knowing they on for 80 keep them on for 80 simple as
0: yeah and maybe that might be something look we don't want to say this is oh we've discovered something here but it was certainly interesting to see Marion play so well ok so we're getting towards the end of the podcast but Cardiff have had a good win they're right up at the top of the table things are looking good Anyone want to just run through some of the other Pro 12? What are the stories? I was nearly going to go team by team, but I don't know if everyone's really seen that. So, any Pro 12 things that are jumping out at you? What a start by the Scarlets. Alan Inton, that's kind of jumping out at you about the competition so far.
1: Well, the fact that Edinburgh lost to Zebra and didn't get a bonus point was a, 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 an astonishing result. Hmm. And it, was, it was amazing. I don't know whether I, I, I didn't check the, the Zebra team and see whether they had a hold of the Italian guys back. I assume they had some of them back. But, you know, to deny Edinburgh a bonus point was absolutely an amazing result.
0: Yeah, it certainly helps us quite a lot. William, Pro 12 angles? I know Dave was a point about the Pro 12 because he watched Scarlets vs. Munster and lived to tell the tale.
2: Um, well, I saw all three games.
0: What? Is, why, why would you do that to yourself? I um, mean, we, well, we watch all the games. Yes.
2: I, I did. I, 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 most of it, I was flicking between the three live games that were available on my systems on Friday evening and then to liven it up I put a bit of top 14 on at the same time on a computer uh, which is a bit sad yeah, yeah. and, and that, 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 that that was just Neanderthal the Pro 12 games on Friday night were truly awful Yeah, they really were and you don't want to denigrate a competition just, but look, just it, to
0: recap it was Leinster Glasgow it was Munster versus Cardiff say what
2: they mean uh, and Ulster, yeah, Ulster, against Ulster against Cardiff West. Cardiff Really, really tried for thirty minutes and then got bored <laughs> again. Away from home, a whole, a whole thirty minutes. <laughs> um, it's, I, look, it's not fair competition because we've been watching the World Cup, so it's just the pace and the stopping and the starting, and it 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 was just disappointing. Young Ringrose had a very good game for Leinster, but. We need, it's, it would almost be better when the World Cup's over we can actually go back and concentrate on this full time.
0: Dave, Ulster, Munster and Leinster are going to finish ahead of us one way or another. They always do and it's far too soon for us to start finishing ahead of them. My point is have the Ospreys become the scarlet as the last year? Are they our biggest rivals for, for the top six along with Edinburgh? And Can, oh, can, can I rule out can the trade? Can, can,
3: can I make a If you're in a competition you go to win that competition. What? I don't give a toss. We are looking at first place winning the competition. We'll worry about finishing sixth when we can't finish in the top four. That's as simple as. That's the way I look at it. That's the way I feel I'm like going. I just
0: ask Pat Lamb this question. That's
3: the way I look at Fair it. Back. Now I may I may be the only person in the entire planet who thinks that, but right no. now we are second. The only reason we the only reason we are not top of the table is because we didn't score a bonus point. To get the bonus point win against um, either, Glasgow, uh, no, actually, I'll, I'll say the Dragons because they would really eat because it's, it's yeah, more realistic. We should have beaten, go-
0: we should have beaten Glasgow really and got three points more. Well,
3: yeah, division. but yeah, but we can now look back and that actually, actually, looking back at it now from where we are in the table, that half an hour of sulk is even more frustrating.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but your point is well made because you know if we're going to progress, maybe we should be chasing the playoffs. And your point is that we're trying to win the competition. Oh, That's probably not well made, but the top four yeah. might be a bit more realistic. We shouldn't be just immediately well, talking about six. No, don't talk about. Sixth until yeah, six until okay, six is the okay, only thing you okay, can attain. Okay.
3: That's what I'm saying. So, I made, so our, who are who are who are our rivals for the top six? I thought I think Clinchley have found, and Wales have somehow managed to find another number seven. I don't know how they do it, why they do it. I mean, this, they must have a cloning problem. James Davies, number seven for Clinchley, yeah, oh, he was good. very good, and he's not even close to the Irish Welsh team. I thought, I thought they. It was also contained in the best almost try I've seen in a long time. And I, it involved backs and forwards, and it was knocked on by an out-half a metre from the line. It was a fantastic. I think DTH Van der Murphy is going to destroy teams this year. I think he's probably the most frightening player in the league. Um, but I did think that I have seen. I saw highlights of enough games. I think. I think the TMOs, the best TMOs, have gone to the World Cup, which means the guys we have in the in the Premiership and the Pro 12. It's like they're rolling a dice. I think there were at least five tries I've seen on various matches. And they're going, you can't know. You, I mean, you have to be 100% sure. And I think you've just rolled the dice and guessed. Right. And I I'd include a try in our game, which, okay, uh, which was fine. Um, but I thought all the tries in the Munster Monster Clenetly game had enough against them to, to make you go, ah, oh, you were really just guessing.
0: Right, brilliant, you've, you've ended me asking the other lads into about top six or any of that kind of stuff because he's dead, right? Let's leave it at that. We're doing well. Final thoughts, Alan? Uh, rant time.
1: Um, no, I had my rants earlier the on. The World
0: Cup podcast, listen to that. It's relevant for this too.
1: Oh, right, well then you're talking chop tackles and this idea that the chop tackle is, is you know, the chop tackle that the Argentinians I can and I still can't remember his name got got Sinbin, I thought was the correct call, even though lots of people are bitching about it and they didn't have the you know, the, the referee doesn't have the, the flow of the game. It's not. That's not the point. The guy tackled without his arms. You know, to me, the way the, the the whole idea of the chop tackle is is ludicrous. We learned how to tackle when we were younger. You take a guy by the legs. That's the tackle. You know, the fact that the game changed and they moved on and now they're coming back and talking about a chop tackle. Is, is rubbish you tackle a guy by the legs he'll fall down doesn't matter who he is or how big he is but you put your arms around him but you must put your arms and bring your arms into it if you're going to dive at him just throw your head and your shoulders and your body in front of him that's not a chop tackle that's a dangerous throwing your body at somebody which is not which is not allowed it's not American football we're playing
0: good rant we're repeating because uh, I think he's on the money William final, final thoughts on our podcast we're getting ready for next Saturday 6.45 is there, is I've there, been wound up again. Here it. we go. Here we go. Saturday. One last 625. time. Six forty-five. I could
2: have sworn there was something on Saturday. There is. Uh, well, there is. Yeah, it's, let's, let's, let's it, not do that. The, you may
0: wanted to talk about
2: something else. That's uh, uh, the third game of the World Series. Actually, It's <laughs> midnight. Can't uh,
0: believe Comic scheduled the game for the World Series.
2: Um, I'm no, I'm not going to do it.
0: No, you are covered, and you're done for everything else, lads. Thanks very much. Going well.
3: Whoa, whoa, whoa. First of all, he's not going to... I've got two. I forgot,
0: I thought you'd rented there. No, no,
3: I've got two. First one is, if you're going to send a give a guy a yellow card for a high tackle around the neck where the guy who has been tackled has run through the tackle and gone on for 25, 20 metres and then been, been wrapped up in a ruck... You then, have to, you then have to yellow card the guy who tries to, to, tries to tackle the guy who's just back from the yellow card and tries to rip his neck off like he's, a, like he's at the top of a ketchup bottle. It was the most inconsistent definition of what is a high tackle. Tom Williams probably shouldn't have been sent to the bin because Andrew Conway ran through the tackle, but then Standard tried to just basically unscrew his, his neck from his shoulders. It was an awful uh, contradictory performance. But my rant is basically about a Scrum 5. And Scrum 5 is a very good programme for Welsh rugby. The problem is, is that it happens to mention every now and again it does Pro 12 coverage. And this problem with the Pro 12 coverage is that unless, if <laughs> the maximum amount of games you will see highlights from on, on Scrum 5 is four. And the problem is, is, that when against the head, which for an Irish rugby programme seems to only believe that rugby starts in February, um, the max you'll ever see highlights from there on that programme is four. I'm not going to have a go at Sky because Sky, I don't see enough of Sky to know whether they do it, but at least Sky puts, um, at, even in their token gesture, their token gesture is 90 seconds for, 90 seconds to two minutes from every game. But then terrestrial and national broadcasters, if they want to cover the programme, we know rugby's parochial, we know all sports is parochial, but it's an international competition and neither BBC and neither RTE and I would to a certain degree neither TG4 will show you highlights, packages, even a ninety second tokenism from all the games. And there needs to be something, a Pro twelve programme on some TV station. And it has to be Sky, it has to be Sky. But where they, but I would like nice if there was one on terrestrial it was nice to be one if there would be on one on terrestrial television on BBC, Tina G, RTE, which basically shows at least highlights from all the games, especially the games that don't contain the home nation. There's not even a token gesture towards that. I mean, yeah. We, we, yeah. We, no, no, I agree. We we we, we, we counteract the count the tokenism, but. I'll can't, we shouldn't. There should be. There shouldn't have to be somebody doing a zebra podcast to counteract the complete ignorance yeah. of what they do. When they're I not would
0: listen it. to a zebra podcast, and I it hope goes. they're angry up until that Edinburgh game, it's and then it they're
3: Italian, Italians. When they're in a good mood, sound angry. They, even when they're, when they're in a bad mood, they sound passionate. It's it's Italian. It's just wonderful
0: uh, final story. Then just uh, to finish this week's podcast. Last year when we beat them, oh my God, were they angry? You remember that last game, right towards the end of the season, where we hammered them down there, and they were abysmal. And one one of their documentary makers, I don't. Know what he was walking around with a camera walked along the pre- the line of the press box and asked each of us what did you think of Zebra's performance today and he looked so angry he only wanted one answer which was I thought they were very poor and he was like he was fixing the camera as I said I go I'm using this boy were they angry last year so I'm sure they had a good day the last day so that's it thanks guys